This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Buying a new home might get you a nice interest rate from a builder offering buy-downs, but what about the purchase of an existing home? If you find the right deal and a seller who has the financial flexibility, you might be able to negotiate seller financing at a lower interest rate. It's a strategy that's been more common among investors, but some realtors say they're seeing more of these deals as buyers try to lower their monthly mortgage payments. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Making the numbers work is much harder for investors in today's rental market. High home prices combined with high interest rates are taking quite a bite out of returns. Many investors pay with cash to avoid the loan expense altogether, but there are options for a lower-cost loan. You could make a bigger down payment or buy down the rate yourself with points. Or you could ask the seller to take on the role of a bank and finance your loan at a lower rate. Seller financing isn't a new phenomenon, but many buyers don't even consider it or even know about it. Real estate investor Matthew Tortorial thinks that we've gotten used to relying on conventional loans at super low rates. He told Business Insider, people don't think of the strategy because so many people have been used to the low rates from banks. They've been using banks for years. Tortoriello says that he's negotiated some attractive seller financing deals. He says he was able to get a 5% loan on an office building with 40% down and a 15-year loan amortized to 30 years. In another case, he got a 15-year loan amortized to 30 years with 2% for the first five years and 3% for the next seven. But seller financing isn't something that works for everyone. It's more often needed when a property isn't getting many offers, and a buyer needs seller financing to make it happen. Although sellers may not offer it as an option, some mention private financing in their listing. Real estate agent Danny Hertzberg in Miami told the Wall Street Journal, there has to be some carrot for the seller to consider it. And usually that carrot is a buyer offering full asking price or close to it. Buyers may also be required to make a large down payment and accept a shorter term loan. Business Insider reports that buyers are more likely to get loans of just two to five years, which is amortized to 30 years. That means a buyer needs to have the cash to make a balloon payment at the end of the loan or be able to get new financing. A few important tips for the buyer. First, you need to find a seller who's motivated to work with you on a seller financing deal, and that may depend on the seller's financial situation. If the seller has a newish loan and not much equity, he may not be a good candidate for seller financing because he'd need cash to pay off the existing loan. It works best if the seller owns the property outright. Second, you'll need to demonstrate why the seller financing option is such a great deal for the seller. If the property was paid off, the seller will get regular payments with interest along with tax benefits. One of the nicest tax benefits is the reduced capital gains tax that a seller pays for the year of the sale. There are other tax benefits as well that your CPA can talk to you about. On the seller side, be sure to vet your buyer carefully. Florida investor David Dweck says, I underwrite it as if I'm a bank. I want to have a reasonable expectation that the borrower will pay me back. He says he requires a down payment of 20% or more. The buyer must also purchase at the asking price or higher. Three tips for sellers from the Wall Street Journal are, number one, consult your tax advisor on the handling of capital gains. Two, charge sufficient interest to avoid IRS violations. Three, protect yourself against default by vetting the buyer and getting a good size down payment. 
So how popular is seller financing? MarketWatch reports that it's still rare but growing in popularity. As of September of this year, a Realtor.com analysis shows that private financing was mentioned in 1.1% of active listings. That's not a lot, but it's the highest it's been since January of 2017. Well, you'll find links on this topic in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. You can also learn more about creative financing and real estate investing as a Real Wealth member, and it's free to join. Just hit that Join Now button and you'll get access to all the educational information on the housing market, real estate investing, and referrals to property teams around the nation who come highly recommended by our over 70,000 members. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.